It's a beautiful day and a fine time for healing. Podcast host Randy Fine, a narcissistic abuse expert and the author of the groundbreaking book Close Encounters of the Worst Kind and the captivating memoir Cliff Edge Road, invites you into her sanctuary, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. And now, here's Randy. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Fine Time for Healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine. Today, we're going to talk about something that I've really never covered on this show. And the reason I'm doing it is because I think it absolutely applies to all of us. It is um, a story and information that everyone at some point in their life is going to experience. So when Dana Artzer, who is our guest today, lost her mother due to congestive heart failure in 2019, she was heartbroken to have lost her hero and best friend. In 2018, Dana realized her mother was nearing her end of life. Because Dana had been an advocate for senior citizens for years, She knew there was a vast amount of important information that she would need to access when her mother passed, so she created a booklet for her mom to fill out. The booklet would contain all the information needed when her mom went to her final resting place. Three months after sending her mom the booklet, Dana received it back. She called to thank her mother for filling it out, said, I love you, and she would call her tomorrow. Well, tomorrow never came. Her mother died that night. It did not take long before she realized that having this booklet filled with her mom's information available at her fingertips was making the process of closing her mom's life so much easier. All she had to do was make phone calls. She knew every bit of information that she needed to know and knew every important document where where it was located. She truly felt that her mother was holding her hand and guiding her through the process. In the middle of her darkness, Dana's aha moment came as the perfect solution to other people's organizational end-of-life preparation problems. Dana created a comprehensive information system called I've Got It Covered. The Essential Guide to Closing the Life of Your Loved One, to give a sense of peace and ease the burden for families during one of their most difficult times. Dana Archer has been a Medicare and retirement specialist since 2013. She works with numerous insurance companies to offer a comprehensive list of products to her clients, residential retirement communities, and local businesses. Good morning, Dana. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Randy. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here. And before I do anything, I just want to apologize to your listeners if they were if they were tuned in the last time we were supposed to talk and I didn't realize that we were had the time difference. So I apologize, but I am super happy to be here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> we're super happy to have you. Um, so... I touched on how all this came about, um, the basic story, but would you like to elaborate on how all this came about? 
Well, uh, sure. Um, you know, as you said, um, yeah, well, I'll go back. My mom and I were, were best friends. I We spoke every day. She lived in California, and I live in Arizona. Um, and she had been married for numerous years. She lost her husband in 2016. Um, so, you know, of course, she was in her 80s, and she um, was living alone. So, of course, my concern was growing for her. I wanted her to be here in in. Arizona, but she was a fiercely independent woman, so, and I get it. Um, So in 2017, I actually took her on a vacation, just her and I, mother, daughter, fabulous trip to New Orleans, and we spent a wonderful week there, and during that week, I just realized she was, something was just off. Um, so when we got back, um, I went to see her again, and I went to the doctor's office with her, and at that time found out that she had congestive heart failure, and her heart was functioning only at 40%, and it it, it devastated me. Um, of course, she was very nonchalant, and, oh, I'll be fine, and, you know, that's just how she was, but I knew in my heart that um, it would be sooner than later. That, that she was not going to be with me any longer. So, um, you know, as you said, I, I deal with seniors on a daily basis, and I really just knew in dealing with them how difficult the process was going to be. So I just started mentally preparing myself as best you can. Um, and then, you know, I, I put together the booklet knowing that I would need this information. And, um, yeah, I, I sent it to her and... <laughs> When she received it, she called and cussed at me a little bit. She's like, it is 50 pages long, for gosh sakes. But, you know, <laughs> it, it was very extensive, and she did fill it out. And my one regret, honestly, is that I wasn't there to do it with her. Um, but she got it done, and, and as as you said, she she sent it back. I got it back on January 19th, or excuse me, January 18th of 2019, and called and talked to her for a few minutes and said thank you and how much I appreciated her doing this and she cussed again and said it was a labor of love (laughs) Um, and then she just said she was tired and and she was going to take a bath and go to bed and it was only 6 30 and I said okay mom well get some rest and I'll talk with you tomorrow and I tried to call her the next day and I didn't get an answer and my brother tried to call her and he didn't get an answer and we never got a phone call back and I just knew something had to happen. So I called her neighbor and asked her neighbor to go check on her and um, I actually had gone to the store. After I called her neighbor, I got in my car and I was driving to the store and I got a phone call and it's the phone call that none of us See, I'm so sorry. I try to get through this without getting teary, but um, it's a phone call that none of us want to receive. And my mom had, after she hung up with me, she took a bath, she put on her comfy pajamas, she crawled in bed, and she went home. She passed. So, such um, a peaceful way. Such a peaceful way to go. So she died in her own home. We all want to go. She died in her own home. Yes, she. In her Beautiful. own home, in her own bed, in her, in her bed. most comfortable in her, pajamas. In her sleep. Wow. Yes, ma'am. And <clears throat> so, I mean, that was, for me, that was a blessing because, you know, nobody wants 
their parents to have to be in any type of long-term care or living facility or anything like that. So, um, you know, she didn't suffer at all. So for me, that was, you know, that put me a little bit at peace. But, you know, I, I left for California the following morning, and I, I had the book in hand. My husband went with me, and um, it was very strange walking into her house for the first time. I, I had to stand at the door for a few minutes to to force myself to go in, but I did, and um, it was a it was a very strange sensation. It was I was devastated, but I I could feel her there. I knew that she was still there, and I talked with her, and I cried, and pulled myself together, and sat down at the table, and I pulled out the booklet. And after about probably about 30 to 40 minutes, I just was like, oh, my gosh, I I don't have to look for anything. Everything that I needed was was literally right there in front of me. Um, so I, all I had to do was make phone calls. I knew where every document was located. I knew all of her funeral arrangements. I knew where all of the paperwork was. Um, all of her assets and her deed to her, I mean, everything. And so I spent a week there and um, came home back to Arizona. And when I got back here, I, I literally stayed in my office for about four and a half, five months. Um, and I I knew that I had to do something with this booklet I had created to help other people. I knew if it helped me that much, then it was going to help other people just as much. So I created, my first version was actually called The Final Chapter. And uh, it was it was my grieving process. But after it was out for a while, I realized that it was a little bit morbid. The picture on the front was like going into the light and I really just wanted it to be more of a a lighter subject, even though it's a heavy subject. So I rebranded it as I've got it covered, and um, it's been uh, it's been doing extremely well. And I've had a few people, unfortunately, that have had to use it, but have called me and thanked me profusely for doing it because it made their process so much easier. So I'm just I'm just super thrilled that. Um, God has allowed me to create this this wonderful tool and that my mom is just with me every step of the way just um still holding my hand. <laughs> what a beautiful it's beautiful. It's a beautiful story. I'm sure that she is. And um it are you generally an organized person? <clears throat> um no. <laughs> really? I'll be completely oh, honest. I I um my husband is the organized person. I struggle a little bit with organization. Um, I own two businesses, so, I mean, I have to be organized in, in that aspect. But when it comes to stuff like this, um, no. And I avoided that conversation with my mom like the plague. Seriously. she Before any of this even happened, it, like in 20, probably 15, I went over and she's like, okay, so what I want you to do is walk through the house and pick out everything that you want when I die. And I'm like, I am not having this conversation with you. 
<laughs> but I did, and we did, and and I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that um, I got out of my comfort zone to do that. Absolutely. I mean, this book, um, the workbook that you give, um, that that we are to give our loved one or loved ones, is just so incredibly organized and. Um, just down to noting the tasks that you're doing when you're doing them and absolutely everything that you could imagine and more because as I'm going through this, I'm thinking, wow, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. And there's just so (laughs) many things that we don't realize. So you talked about um, how hard this conversation was to have with your mom. And so why is this so important? I mean, do you think everyone has this difficulty with this process or pre-process? You know, I um, probably 85% of the people that I deal with, and again, I deal with mostly seniors, but you would think that the seniors at this point of their life would be prepared and they would have some planning done. But I think a lot of people think of it as taboo. You know, if we talk about it or if we start planning for it, something's going to happen. And I know that's why I didn't want to have the conversation with my mom. I was afraid if I had that conversation, then something would happen. As weird as that sounds, but that's, that's kind of how it was for me. Um, And, and also, it's so a lot of times when people are married for years and years and years, and there's one person that takes care of the bills and you know all of all of that stuff. Generally, there's one person in the household that does it, and the other one has other jobs. Um, and if that person passes that has been taking care of all of this stuff, I have found that. The person that is left behind is lost, lost. Not only are they lost in grief, but now they have no idea really what to do or what needs to be paid when, where to find the information, how to, how to go about, you know, what do they do? Now their income is going to be cut in half. What do they do with Social Security? I mean, it's, there's just so, so, so much that people honestly don't think about that is really, really important for the people that you leave behind. We we spend our lives building our homes and loving on our families and all of that stuff. Why wouldn't we want to have that carry on when we pass? And that's what this guy does. It It just... Out of all the stuff that I received from my mom when she passed, money, car, um, home, jewelry, all of that stuff, the guide is what matters the most to me because she took the time to fill it out because she wanted to make it easier for me when she passed. And she certainly did. Um as I said, you know, there's just so much here, and there's um, so there's this guide, this booklet that um, your loved one fills out, and then there's also a binder with um, like twelve, 
Yeah, 12 different sections in it, and I'm just going to briefly go through it just so everybody can understand how many things are involved in uh, in this. So um, <clears throat> section one is health insurance, Medicare, the information, the policies, extra ID cards. The second one is supplemental insurance, home health, hospital, short-term care, short-term insurance. Uh, the third one is prescription coverage, Medicare, individual, group plan, assistance. And then the fourth one is dental vision. The fifth one is life insurance, cancer, disease insurance. And then there's social security information for six, seven for pension, eight is assets and annuities, nine is power of attorney, 10 is long-term care policy, 11 is do not resuscitate, and the 12, and 12 is last will and testament, advanced directive living will. Um, and you, when you send out a guide to people, you customize it for their state. Am I correct? Correct. Now, the, the guide is, you know, is, is fine like it is. The binder, the organizer, is what is customized. So when you talk about the power of attorneys and the do not resuscitate and the advanced directive and living or in the will and testament, all those are state specific to the state that that it's ordered from. So like if somebody orders from Arizona, it's going to have all of those legal forms from Arizona. If they order from Alabama, they're all going to be from Alabama because they're different in every single state. So if you have a will, last will and testament from New York and you move to Arizona, you're going to need to redo your will. It's, really? I'm, I'm not an attorney, um, but it's, I will tell you that it will make things much, much. Now, if you have a trust, you know, the trust can always be updated and things like that. But in order to have, you need to have something in the state that you are residing in. Okay. Well, that's really good to know. That's that's something I didn't even really think about. Um, not that I'm going anywhere currently, <laughs> but <laughs> but but it's important to know that it's important. So Correct. so these um, so all these this state information. These are things that you you probably have stacks. I mean, there's how many states? I mean, you have stacks probably for every state. Um, it's amazing just amazing what you have accomplished with this Thank binder Thank and you. booklet. I'm, I'm, really, I'm pretty impressed with myself how organized it is. It is so, so organized. And I want to go through this one a little bit. Um, this one, you have a sec the first thing is valuable tips and, um, and how to use this, you know, and, and what to do at first, like disposing of medication, um, removing valuables, storing in a safe location, um, going through belongings, um, it, disposing of food, you know, and, and taking care of yourself while you're doing this. And, um, you know, there's just, I'm going through this thing, my precious companions. Um, you even have something for the pets. <laughs> well, our pets are like our kids, you know, especially if, if with older people, if they have lots of a spouse or or even not, um, the their kids are grown and gone and they want a companion. So, you know, they, they have a pet. And, 
those pets are everything to these people. And the last thing that they want to have happen when they pass is their pet go to the pound or, you know, someplace like that. So I've included in there, you know, how to take care of their pets with the vet information, any medications, where their favorite toys are, things like that. But I've also included in there if the families can't care for the pets, where they can take the pets so they will not be killed and they will be taken care of for the rest of their lives. And then you have another one, good friends and sometimes nosy neighbors. You say, these people know more about me than my executor, power of attorney, and maybe even you. They're special people, unrelated but close in heart. So I like how you said the good friends and sometimes nosy neighbors. (laughs) That's cute. That's really cute. That was totally from my mom. God bless her. She, you know, she lived in a retirement community and, um, Oh gosh, it seemed like somebody was dying every week where she lived. It was it was terrible, but you know, her friends her neighbors were her friends, but some were a little more interested in her business than others. Um <laughs> so that's kind of why I put that in there and and but it's true. Um you know, there's many many times when um you know families are split up and they live in different states just like my mom and myself and she has a circle of friends that you know she would talk to on a daily basis and um those are sometimes the people that unfortunately know more than your family does <laughs> they knew that she had heart congestive heart failure i didn't she didn't want to really? tell me because she didn't want me to yeah she didn't want oh, me to Oh, she already knew it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why she didn't want me to. She, she honestly did not want me to go to the doctors with her, but I insisted. So I'm glad I did, um, you know, even though what I, what I found out. But, you know, it made me sad that she didn't want to tell me, but I understood that she didn't want me to worry, and um, that's how that's how mothers are. Right. No, we don't want to worry our children. We want to make sure that we take care of everything and and have all of our ducks in a row. So you also have um, what I owe, who owes me, things I've borrowed, and things I've loaned, and uh, which is really interesting to me that you would you know think of that because it doesn't seem like it would matter that much after the person is gone, but it does. It does matter. So you've put all those things in there. And, you know, and I guess passing, knowing that everything is taken care of and everything is understood, it must be so much more peaceful to go, knowing you have, you're not leaving your life to just, you know, fall apart after you go. Like you said in the beginning, you spend a lifetime building this life and all the things involved in it. And it's nice to know that somebody will take care of those things in the end. Exactly. And, you know, I have even met, there's some of my clients and it just breaks my heart. Um, You know, their children basically say, I don't want any of it. I just, just, I'm just going to sell it all, you know, and that's just, uh, that really just hurts my heart. It really does because this woman was, was devastated that her children didn't want anything, you know, didn't think anything that she had was any value to them. And, 
Um, that's very few and far between. But still, it's just like I know my mom, in my mom's case, I truly, I really felt that she passed when she did because she knew I was good. You know, she knew that I would be okay now. That's so true. That's so true. Um, There's a section here I wanted to ask you about. Um, So you've got property and land, things I've learned. I've learned. Oh no, we already did that. On and off the road again. For my own protection. Oh, things like if you have firearms in the house or where they're registered, where they're stored. Um, You have a section for those I love to indulge. What is the purpose Mm -hmm. of that section? Um, that's basically for your grandchildren. Um, (laughs) I'm a grandma now, so it's a a love for a grandchild is, is different than your love for your child. It's kind of weird, but, um, those, those, that would be your grandchildren or nieces or nephews. Um, just those that you love to, to love on and spoil and give back to their parents. (laughs) Okay. All right. Then you have, um, my favorite charities, Memberships and subscriptions. I mean, who would think about that? You, you, you know, but that's really important. Um, yeah, I mean, all those things are going to continue to to. And even though you know the checking account will be closed and all of that stuff, but this stuff just needs to be. It needs to be turned off. It needs to be stopped. And yes, you could probably just let it go, but this is a way to do things effectively and. And completely. Let's see. Email and social media accounts, website and blog. Um, and, and there's a whole there's a whole page, or actually a couple pages, for final thoughts. Um, <clears throat> did your mom do anything with final thoughts? Because I know you, <clears throat> I know you hadn't created this guide at that time. Was that something that was in there, or you added that? When you created I that. added that in. I added a lot of that in. So all of the tips and, um, you know, all of that stuff, I added all of that in from what I learned from my experience. Um, so really when I sent it to her, it was more just the information aspect. Um, I put all of the extra stuff in, you know, the firearms, the pets, and things like that. I just did for her, it was account numbers. Um, passwords, uh, legal documents, assets, things like that. But, you know, as I was sitting in my office, I'm I'm realizing, okay, well, my mom was, it was pretty simple, but not everybody is as simple as that. So I really just tried to, as as my husband from Kansas would say, put my thinking toque on and (laughs) just really (laughs) dive in there and, and really think about, everything that people would possibly need, even if I didn't need it myself. So that's kind of where a lot of that stuff came from. And the um, the page that says items requiring a death certificate, I want to read through these things because I don't think we realize how many things need a death certificate. So, um, And you say multiple copies of a certified death certificate will be required by various entities to close the estate. And so mm-hmm. transfer of real property, land, lots, 
settling insurance claims, one for each company, obtaining union benefits, usually two to, th- two to three required, transfer of auto, trailer, boat, camper, motorcycle, etc., transfer of stocks and or bonds. You need one per corporation, transfer of bank accounts and trust accounts, one per bank, entry into safe deposit box, filing for tax refunds, Social Security benefits, VA benefits, insured loans and insured credit cards, credit union accounts, qualify for bereavement time with some employers, mortgage insurance, attorney, welfare benefits, power of attorney, executor of trust, converting a 401k to an IRA, transferring joint tenancy property into name of surviving owner, and pension benefits. That is 21 things, 21 situations that you need death certificates for. Um, Did you have all, were you prepared in that way with your mom? No. Um, And it's not a funny story, but I will tell you the story. So, Again, I didn't know anything about any of this when it happened. I I just, I've never, I mean, my dad passed when I was younger, but I didn't, again, I didn't have to deal with any of it. So <clears throat> when I went to, my mom had her, or her um, cremation all prepaid and everything, so all of that was taken care of. So, <clears throat> pardon me, when I went to the mortuary, I, it was the next day after, actually after I got there and I really thought that I was, I was good. I, I went by myself, um, and I had all my mom's information and I knew that she had already done everything. So it was just a matter of me reading over some stuff and signing some papers and, and that was it. And then they would order the death certificates for me. So I glanced over the information they put in front of me and, and thinking that, you know, they copied everything off of my mom's driver's license and I signed off on it and they ordered the death certificates, 22 of them. And um, I had to pay for those. We got the death certificates back. It took about 10 days and my mom's name was spelt wrong. So all of the death certificates were no good. So we had to order new death certificates. We got the second death certificates in, and her birth date was wrong. So three times we had now now we are six seven weeks into her death, um, and still don't have a death certificate. So we finally got it right the last time, um, and thank God I was not the executor. I would not wish that job on anyone, but I was the one that you know went into the house and and took care of everything and cleaned everything out and and all that stuff so um yeah Eve, it doesn't matter how good you think you are when you go to that mortuary or funeral home take someone with you that is not quite as emotionally attached that can be a second pair of eyes it's going to save you time and money for sure you also you have um how to get a death certificate and you know and yeah and and how did you know to get that many copies, or did they just offer that many copies? Um, no, I actually um, – the funeral director told me that I would need um, about probably 
15 to 20 copies. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, let's make it 20 to 22 just to be on the safe side because I wanted to keep one for myself as well. Um, so that was kind of how that went. But when I got back to my office here in, in Arizona, that's when I really started doing the research to find out, you know, how many of these things are going to be needed when people really have to go through this stuff and they have a lot of assets and they have a lot of stuff out there. So, you know, I just did some research and, and uh, added to what I knew. What does, how much does it cost to get a death certificate? They're about 10 to $12 a piece. Wow. So you spent a lot of money on these. Okay. I did. Yep. And when you, it doesn't matter, even if the person has everything all taken care of and paid for, um, when you go, you need to take your credit card because there's going to be payment for them to, from for the, what's it called? Um, uh, the coroner to release the body because they charge you to hold the body before it's they released do. to the mortuary. Yep. Wow. So, you got to pay for that. You got to, even when they're gone, you still have to pay. And all of that money um, does get reimbursed back from the estate. You just have to, you know, you have to give the receipts to the executor and, and it'll be added to, you know, your whatever you get from the estate. But it does okay. need to be paid right then and there. So be prepared. Did your mom have an attorney as an executor, or was it someone else? It was actually um, her stepson, who is the vice president of Wachovia. Oh, so, um, okay. Yeah, so I'm so thankful that he did it. And, you know, he, you know, he's a big wig. He deals with finances and all of that legal type of stuff. But, you know, in talking to him, he was just like, oh, never again. I don't ever want to do this again. This was an atrocious process. We it took about about eleven, no, a little over a year, I guess, um, for everything to be done and finalized. Her home was sold, and all of the accounts were liquidated, and all of that stuff. Sometimes it takes longer, though, depending on how prepared the person is. If there's a will, if things have to go through probate, if there's a trust, it all it all makes a big difference. A trust is what I would recommend. Um, at what point do we want to try to get a power of attorney over um, our senior parents? Oh, golly. Um, That's a hard one. They don't necessarily want to give that up. Exactly. That's kind of where I was going with that. Um, You know, I didn't get a power of attorney on my mom. Um, from my mom until I went to the doctors with her. After I found that out, I I said, okay, that's it. I want to be able to call and I want to be able to find out information, you know, because I know you're not telling me everything. So um, I would think, you know, when, especially if one of their parents passes, they're going to want to make sure that they have a POA on, on the other parent. I would say if you're not older and have one on, my husband and I have one for each other, because if you don't have a medical power of attorney, if something happens to your spouse, you can't find out information. 
They will not tell you. It doesn't matter if you're the spouse or not. It's HIPAA. They cannot tell you. So if you don't have a medical power of attorney, you're going to have problems, especially now you can't even go to the hospital with your loved one. That's right. So it's it's very, very important. Um, something I will say, too, that um, have your your POA person have them listed on your bank account not as a not as a person that can purchase but if you pass um that way you can avoid all of that all of the assets in the bank account going to probate or things like that it just immediately is released to that person same right. thing with a car if they will sign the title on their car and keep it in a secure location when they pass you've got that ready to go Okay. So, now, if you if you have if your name is on everything, you know, if if you you and your husband or wife, um, everything that you do, your both names are on it. That makes it a lot easier, right? Correct. Okay. How yeah, um, a, how do we get a medical power of attorney? What what is that a different thing than a regular power of attorney? There is a durable. There is a financial. There is a general. So. Um, you can get a, a durable medical power of attorney. You can get a durable financial power of attorney. Um, those are included in that in the organizer. Okay. Every single kind of power of attorney you possibly need is in that organizer. There's a real <laughs> okay. estate. There's tax power of attorney. There's um, financial. There's health. There's um, I don't think I put the children in there, but yeah, okay. there's. There's a lot of different ones in there. Um, and, again, most people, like you said, they don't think about all these different types. And you can always revoke a power of attorney as well. So, um, you know, if people are kind of concerned about giving all of that power away, you can always revoke it. Well, that's good to know. That's very good mm-hmm. to know. So then you have a section, My Secret Stash. And, you know, and this just brings back memories and thoughts of situations, you know, with my grandmother who used to store money in her pockets and in their coat in the closet and um, and my daughter's uh, grandmother who said, when I go, look everywhere. <laughs> but exactly. never specified where. Never <laughs> specified where. And as a matter of fact... My husband and I were responsible for um, emptying out her entire um, apartment and all the physical things in her estate. <laughs> we were, that was all left. They never arranged that for that. And um, there, we looked high and low, and there was nothing stored. There was nothing put anywhere. <laughs> the so joke we don't on know. <laughs> we don't know if her caretakers had located these things, or you know, or she just had dementia and you know didn't really know what she was saying. But she said it many times. So my secret stash: um, what you'll find and where you'll find it. Did your mom mm-hmm. have a secret stash? <laughs> Um, actually that section was not in there when I sent it to her, but she did have some cool stuff. And, you know, I think for me, it was truly a blessing to be able to be the one that went through everything in her house. As painful as it was, it brought back some 
fabulous, wonderful memories, um, like her her sewing machine. Um, it was an old, old sewing machine, and, and I used to stand on the, the sewing machine bench that she would sit on. She would make my dresses when I was a little girl. So I would stand on that bench, and I could remember her pinning, you know, pinning it up and making me all pretty and everything. So um, as far as stash stuff, she had some jewelry, um, but nothing really like um, if if people have a cognitive disorder, dementia, Alzheimer's, something like that, they tend to stash stuff everywhere. They'll put money in the weirdest places, like in the freezer, in their shoes, or, you know, seriously, places that you wouldn't even think about looking on a normal, in in a normal, you know, um, instance. But for my mom, she was, she was all there and no, she did not have a quote unquote secret stash. Um, I pretty much knew where everything was and, and stuff like that. So, for me, that that part of the book wasn't necessary. But again, I do know that many many people have secret stashes, and um, you know, it's, even if it's not money, it could be it could be like a picture that they painted that they never showed anybody, or um, a poem they wrote, or something that that means something to them that they didn't think would mean anything to the family, but after they're gone and the family finds it, it's it's an invaluable treasure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. You can find some real real cool things. Um, what about, um, and I'm looking through here to see if you have it, do you have a section in here for, oh, passwords. Yes, you do, passwords. That's so important now because uh, so much is done electronically. Not with your mom's generation, but with mm-hmm. our generation. So much is electronic. I mean, how many passwords do you have? I, I have, I don't even know how many I have. So that's I really important. I have way too many. Yeah. Yeah, I work with several different companies. So I have like four passwords for each company. And uh, yeah, I just, too many to even keep in my head. I have a little book of passwords. Um but you know, again, for somebody my mom's age, she she didn't have a lot, but she had some, like her Facebook page, and um, she fought that all the way. By the way, she did not want to do anything technological at all. Uh, but I talked her into getting a smartphone, which was it was a horrible thing for her. So whoever's listening, if you want your parents to have a smartphone. Don't force them to do it because it brought my mom so much grief. She didn't understand it, and I wasn't there to show her how to use it, and she got rid of her landline, and she, oh, she no. was just infuriating. Yeah, it was infuriating for her. Um, she finally got it, and, you know, when she did, it took her a couple of months, but when she did, it was really cute getting little texts from her and like, <laughs> oh, I figured it out. <laughs> Um, but as far as a computer, she had a word processor. She didn't have a computer. Um, yeah. (laughs) So, um, but you know, yes, there, there are a lot of people that are online now and do everything online banking and, and, you know, social security, all of that stuff. And, 
those passwords are important, especially the one for Social Security, because if you can't remember how to get into your portal, it's it's kind of a, a booger to get that password changed. So it's important, and, and I think that's why I tell everybody when they fill out the guide to do it in pencil, because you're going to need to edit it every now and then, and you don't want a bunch of stuff to be crossed out and things like that. So it's mm. easier to do it in pencil and erase it and then rewrite it in. It's interesting that your mom had a word processor. What? What? Why did she get one of those? Just for typing, so, so she could type things. Yeah, she was the president of the women's golf club in in um, Menifee, California. So she would do like you know the um, letters to the the members and you know stuff like that. And so she was a fabulous typist. Um, but again, she didn't want to do anything computerish. Actually, somebody from the golf course, it, it came from the golf course. It had been there for years and years, and they upgraded to a computer system, and, and she got one of the word processors that they had. So I think it's from the 80s. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Um, oh, well they have don't they have they have phones for seniors now? Actually, I just saw I saw something recently on um, on television that it's just this like regular phone with a thing on the side that I think I don't know if you can text, but you can you can read what people are saying to you. I don't know, but they have different kinds of gadgets. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they they do like Consumer Cellular has some um, you know, good senior deals and senior type of phones, but I, you know, I wanted my mom to have a great phone, so I actually bought her a phone and sent it to her. So <laughs> I picked it up for her. Yeah, my I have yeah, that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have gone very well with my parents. They, yeah, older people don't like <laughs> to learn new things. Do oh, you no. recommend they don't like you, change? No, they don't. Do you recommend medical alert systems for um, elderly people? Um, I do. Actually, I do, especially for those that live alone. Um, you know, if you if you have a spouse there, I think it's, you know, not super necessary. But, again, if you've got health conditions, especially, you know, a heart problem or, you know, um, if you're a severe diabetic or something like that, then, yeah, absolutely, it's not expensive. And it, it really gives you and your family peace of mind. And that's what it's about right now. There's so much craziness going on in this world that people are desperately searching for anything to give them a little bit of peace. And that's what I'm trying to do. You, oh my gosh, this is, I mean, it's priceless what you've done. Have you, have you seen, um, because of COVID, has there been a lot of loss in the communities that you've worked with? Unfortunately, I haven't even been able to get back in the communities that I work with. Um, the staff is down to working two days a week in most places. They have stopped all of their social activities. Um, so there's nothing. There's nothing happening. Um, what I'm I'm trying to, and I have been trying to do Zoom um, 
seminars with people. But again, we're talking about seniors and most of them don't want to get involved in the whole online meeting. It's just too, it's too frustrating for them. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm enjoy the favorite part of my job is going out and meeting people and, and hugging people. I miss hugging people so much. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, things are kind of closed down right now. And unfortunately people don't know how to get the information that they're looking for if they don't have a computer. And, and it's just like they're the blankets over their head and they're just waiting for things to, to end, you know, to, to go away and get better. And you can't do that. You can't do that. You've got to, you got to keep plugging along and you've got to um, make sure that uh doesn't matter how old you are, we're seeing it everywhere. People of all ages are dying because of COVID. So my, my thought process is if you're breathing and you have someone to leave behind, you need one of these guides. That's, you know, that's just the reality of, of the times that we're living in right now. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right. We just, I mean, that's the thing with life. You just don't know. You don't know. But now the risk is so much higher. That, yep, exactly. Um, that, you know, right, that we really don't know. You know, I find a lot of people that I talk to, they say, oh, I'm good. I have a will and, I, you know, I've got my trust. I'm good. I, I don't, yeah, I don't need this product. And, and I don't push it on anybody but I walk away thinking, okay, well, you've got a will in your trust, and that's awesome. But how do your people know how to find it? <laughs> how do your that's people right. know where all of that information is located? That's true. So, um, again, I'm 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 try not to. I I don't like salespeople, and I try and really not be a salesperson, um, and not push this on anyone. I just. Um, most of the time they can see the value in it, though, when they open the book and they see how how detailed and how organized it is. They, it really gets them thinking, like, holy crap, mm-hmm. I <laughs> didn't realize all this. <laughs> That's what happened with me. <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, wow, there's so much I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Quickly, how do we have a conversation with people um, to get them to try to fill this out. Is there a, is there a way to approach people? <laughs> you know, I I will tell you um, what I've done when we when we ship the book out. The way I don't remember when I sent it to you. Did I send it? It was wrapped in the tissue paper and stuff like yes. that. Yes. Okay, so that's the presentation that it comes to everyone. So for me, um, I would think that. To give it as a gift to your loved one and say, you know, I love you and I want us to do this together if possible. Um, You know, it's always hard to bring up that conversation. I think starting it out with I love you, we need to take care of some things to put your mind at ease and my mind at ease. You know, I mean, there's there's really no easy way to go about it. You just got to you got to pull up those big girl panties and make yourself uncomfortable. 
<laughs> and just sit down with your loved ones and say, look, you know, I don't want to have this conversation, but it's necessary. Um, we all have to do things in this life that we don't want to do and we don't like to do. But we love our families and they love us. And because that's the case, I think we all have a preconceived notion that, like, it might make them mad or, you know, it might hurt their feelings or upset them somehow. But if you come in from a loving place and just say, you know, Mom, I love you so much and and I know you love me and this is something that is going to help me deal with things better when you you pass and I need you to help me do this. and generally, they don't have a problem with it. It's, it's yeah, coming from a place that we have. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So how do we get this wonderful guide? Well, um, I actually created my own publishing company so I could publish my own book. It's all, all of it is dedicated to my mom. My publishing company is called Dava Publishing, and it's for Dana Archer and Vivian Ingram. That was my mom. So um, they can go to www.dava, that's D like Dana, A like Apple, V like Victor, A like Apple, publishing.com. And they can order the book um, or the guide and the binder together, or they can order them separately. There's also an interactive PDF. So if they don't want the physical guide, if they want something to download and have on their computer, they can. Um, but yeah, they can order all all of it on davapublishing.com. Excellent. So we go right to you. Right to me. Yep. To you. And it's all done out of my home. I'm not a big business. And, you know, Dava Publishing, the website, I made it look like it's a big business, but honest to God, it's not. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's my company, so I can... I can do what I want with my own book, and I, I do have other things that I'm working on as well. So, um, you know, when the time comes, I can publish my own stuff. That's awesome. What is, um, we only have a few minutes left, but what is your message to your mom? Do you have a message to her that you want to say? Oh, my goodness. I miss you. Um Oh my gosh, I think it's pretty much what is um what I wrote in in the front of the book would be my message to her and um it just says thank you for giving me the wings to fly, the strength to make the journey, for always giving me a safe place to land. Um you'll always be right here with me on every adventure and you'll always be my hero. Oh, how fortunate that's, that's you are crazy. to have a mother like that. Wow. That you feel I like love that. her. I love her a lot, and um, she's probably freaking out because now she's out there more than she ever, ever imagined. <laughs> she's been on TV. She's been on the radio. She, she's on a blog. She's on a podcast. Oh she's, my I'm going to hear it when I get up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe she'll just say, I'm really proud of you. Um, but she is. that's wonderful. She is. And she's with it. you all the time, right? She absolutely is. I've had a couple, I've actually had a couple um, instances where I have, um, I've seen her. I I brought home some of her clothes. 
um, put one of her shirts on one day, flipped my hair over, put it in a ponytail, and I came back up, and it was her face staring at me in the mirror. It freaked me out, but oh my I gosh. just stood there and enjoyed it. And then the day that I sent the book in for copyright, I actually did that on her birthday. Um, and I was at the top of my stairs, and I had the book in my hand, and I said, Mom, I hope you can see what I did. You know, I hope I, I really am doing this for you. I love you and I miss you. And at that moment, I felt her. She gave me the biggest hug. I mean, it wasn't like I felt the hug, but I felt her presence. I just, I stood there and cried for, I didn't want to move out of that spot because I didn't want her to go. But um, So, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I long for another moment like that. Yeah, I'm sure you'll have them. All right, Dana. Well, I'm glad that we got to do this show. Um, it's been so so wonderful talking to you, so valuable to, for me Thank and you. all my listeners. I mean, like I said, everybody at some point will need this. And, you know, unless they live a life of isolation and loneliness, um, if you have other people in your life that, you know, people will pass. So this is, I highly recommend this, um, and I've, I've, you know, really tried to go through it so that my listeners get an idea of the vastness of information that is here. But thank you so much for being my guest and sharing this with us, and um, I wish you great success. I know it's not about the money. It's really from your heart. So I wish you great success in that way. Thank you so much, Randy. It was such a pleasure speaking with you, and um, I, I truly hope that that uh, you know your listeners will will get this guide, and again, just really be able to feel the sense of peace um, that I'm hoping that it will bring them. Okay, perfect, perfect. Well, have a wonderful day. Thank you, Randy. God bless. God bless everybody. Stay safe <laughs> and healthy out there. Same to you. Okay. All right. Take care. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we are out of time today, but if you have any comments or questions, you can email me at loveyourlife at randyfine.com. May joy and serenity always be yours. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.